Hi, this is Linda. And this is Leslie. With Let's Talk. Yes, let's talk, Linda. I'm so excited about today's guest. I know. I'm we really excited because he is such a special person, and I'm going to disclose why he's a special person to me at the end. But right now, I just want to introduce our audience to him. His name is Dwayne, a.k.a. Cochise Warren. He is a audio engineer and music producer and CEO of his own company called Diamond Cut Studios located in Atlanta, Georgia. And Dwayne, will you please just go right into telling us a little bit about yourself, a little bit about your business and how you got into that? Oh, awesome. Uh, thank you for having me first. Um, I am originally from Chicago, Illinois. Uh, I was born in, in uh, Waukegan, Illinois moved to New Jersey when I was around 10, 11 years old, um, spent a big portion of my uh, teenage years, you know, in the Jer in New Jersey, and then uh, went to college uh, in Alabama, Tuskegee University. So that's what kind of brought me to the South, okay? And once I graduated, you know, I basically stayed out here and started working on what I thought was going to be a flourishing music career, you know, coming straight out of college. Uh, it didn't necessarily happen that way, but ultimately after a little bit of perseverance and never saying, you know, die, never quitting, um, things started to kind of take off for me, you know, about eight years um, after college. Tell so. us a little bit about that journey, Dwayne, because I know that's not an easy industry to get into. And Correct. especially in the South, there's a lot of competition. How did you get in that? And what was the launching path for you following that path? Well, I, I would say the best entry point is meeting and greeting. A lot of networking uh, is definitely a big part of it. Um, you will find yourself doing things for free, you know, in the beginning, um, just to kind of get your name out there and, and, and get a reputation uh, for your work, you know. Um, obviously not burning bridges, you know, with people, you know, because I'm gonna be honest with you, the music business is kind of funny. You know, if you really think about it, there's really no laws in the music business or in the, in this, in the music industry. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, the same laws that you might apply uh, at your job, you know, whether it's sexual harassment or any type of, you know, legal litigation or anything like that, it doesn't exist in the music business. So you have to make sure that you are, you know, making good connections with people, not burning bridges, you know, don't, 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 don't act like you're more than what you really are, basically, because at the end of the day, that will turn a lot of people off, you know, it's about being humble, That's good. you know, it's about being humble, at the end of the day, you have to be humble, you have to be able to be hungry, obviously, you know, you got to show that you're hungry and that you want to work and, 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 and do a quality job uh, while you're at it. You know, I first started off as a producer and then as I started producing, it kind of veered off and kind of uh, opened up another business for me, which was being an audio engineer. So that's what I focus on now, uh, full-time, mm -hmm. uh, being an audio engineer and, and then a producer. I love it. And I love the mm -hmm. fact that you're talking about relationships because that's what our, our broadcast is about. It's about relationships and it's about making mm -hmm. connections. Now, would you say it was one person that connected you and brought you into this where you are now, or was it a networking type of experience? Definitely a networking thing. You know, um, 
I've always been into music ever since I was a little young boy. You know, I started playing drums as well back, you know, nine, 10 years old. Playing drums evolved into DJing. DJing evolved into producing and producing evolved into mixing and engineering. And every step along the way, you will meet somebody, you know, who has uh, uh, same likenesses as you. And you kind of build those relationships that way. Uh, whether it's with someone who you DJ with or someone you met at that party or wedding or an event, you know what I'm saying, that you're DJing. And then uh, from there, it kind of spawned into me making my own music because, you know, when you're DJing, at least for me, the how I took it was, you know, I'm making these people dance and, and they're loving the music that I'm playing. I can make this stuff, you know what I'm saying? I felt creative enough that I can do this on my own, you know? And then I started creating and making that own that that music for myself and letting my friends first. You let your friends hear it, you know. You play it in the car, see what type of reactions you can get, you know. And be honest with you, I was getting a lot of positive feedback. You know, it kind of blew my mind a little bit. You know, I was getting a lot of positive feedback, and I'm not even telling people that it was me. Wow. You know, so they're like, you know, who's this man? Who's that man? I like that. You know, this and that or whatever. <laughs> I'm not saying nothing. I'm just in the back, just laying cool, you know, because I want people to be natural and be organic with their with their feelings and their and their emotions, mm -hmm. you know. And because of that, that's how you kind of start to gravitate towards those that really, you know, are you know like what you do, um, inspired by what you do, and also motivated by what you do. And I try and keep those people around me, you know, the positive people. I love that. And I'm also hearing you, too, that not only are they inspiring you, but you're inspiring them, because that's really what it's right. about. It's about inspiring others and building others up. Can you talk a little bit about that? Because I know you have had some really cool connections that launched you into getting some accolades for that. Can you talk? Yeah. Yeah. Um, basically, um, are you talking about, per se, like the, the relationships that I built? Yes with the people yeah so with the relationships that i built um a lot of people started doing the word of mouth thing you know and they started kind of talking for me because i'm not a person who really likes to be out and about all the time i'm more of a uh, uh, uh what do you call that secluded you know uh introvert uh -huh. if, if, yeah you know what I'm saying mm -hmm. i like to be in the studio i like to be behind the keys behind the computer creating things all day every day so I had me doing that. And then I had a team or a couple of people that will be out and about, you know, shaking hands, networking, um, business partners as well, you know, that don't mind, you know, flying to LA or don't mind flying to New York or even Miami. You know, we've gone Miami a few times to do some business deals mm -hmm. and the word of mouth is everything. That's everything, you know. And because of that, I think that's what kind of helped me uh, get to that person who took my career to the next level um, by word of mouth. And that's basically how it happened. That's how we met through word of mouth. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And now weren't you awarded for that? Didn't you get like a gold record or something about it? Yes. Yep. Yeah. Um, well, for people who don't know, I produced a record by Young Jock. It's called I Know You See It. Um, on his first album, the first album did about 750,000 copies sold, which wow. would make it, you know, gold, a gold record, you know, almost platinum. We almost eclipsed platinum. However, the single that I did, I know you see it, went two times platinum because we sold over two million in ringtones. 
Um, it reached like number three on the pop, not the pop charts, but the hip hop R&B billboard charts. Wow. It peaked out at number 14 on the billboard pop charts. So the accolades were just like, at the time, were just pouring in, pouring in, pouring in. So needless to say, just from that album alone, I may have gotten, what, maybe three or four different plaques, you know, uh, or trophies, if you want to call it that, Mm -hmm. just from that album alone, including a BMI um, award for hip hop and urban songs of the year. Mm-hmm. I love that. Mm-hmm. And what I'm hearing too, and the reason why I'm going this route, because I, I want our audience to know that there's a dream there from what mm-hmm. I'm hearing. And you can talk about that, Dwayne, if you could, because you had a skill that was developed by someone when you were young. Am I correct? That launched uh, Yes. That. Yep. That would be correct. Um, you know, I was also motivated, inspired by others. Um, Believe it or not, there was somebody in the neighborhood who played drums, you know, a very long time ago. And I would be outside and I would just hear this guy just beating away, beating away, just making music, you know. And, you know, my parents were friends with his parents, you know. And we, once again, the connection, you know. My parents made the connection and said, hey, you mind giving my son drum lessons, you know, maybe once or twice a week. And that's basically how it started, you know, and that that basically fed my brain, you know, my psyche to, cause I never knew I was into music, you know, up until that point mm-hmm. until I started taking lessons, you know what I'm saying? And I never wanted to stop learning even to this day, you know, I never wanted to stop learning about what I do musically and how to get better. So it definitely comes down to the connections for sure. And that's key. And Linda, I know you can talk a little bit about that because your son is also in the music industry to some extent. And you had mentioned earlier about connections and how his his business is launching because of that. Can you talk to that a little bit? It's where you, your connections is where you live at, where you go out to eat at. All that plays a part of bringing new clients or just even building relationships. You know, so that plays a big part. And he covered that pretty good. I have a question for you. Sure. I notice with music, like when you're you're making your music, how does emotions and, and relationships build in that music? Like if you're writing a love song compared to, you know, like a, a part in a movie, a scary movie and different things like that. Is there something special with that of how it works? That's a good question. Um, usually, okay, so I'm going to answer it in two different parts. If I'm doing something musically far as radio, or something that's being commercially sold, you know, for Apple Music or anything like that, I'll already have a concept in mind. You know, if I have like, say the singer is in the room with me, you know, we might collaborate and say, well, today I'm not feeling so well. I'm just having a bad day with my lady, you know. I feel like I wanna do a love song today, you know, and then we will collaborate on that and be like, okay, well, what emotion, what are you feeling? You know, well, I'm feeling hurt. I'm feeling down, you know, Um, and then we just start penning away, using the pen and just start writing away, you know, with those emotions and those feelings. Okay, now that's if I'm doing something musically on, you know, like on a love song, you know, perhaps now if I'm doing something for um, TV uh, uh, or or, or, uh, the big screen for movies, then the producer, the director will come to me and say, hey, 
I've got this scene. I'm going to email it to you. I need some music for this scene right here. So the, the scene will have no music in it, obviously, you know. Right. So it's, it's based upon what I see fit should go in that scene because I have gotten a couple of placements on the on HBO, uh, the show called Entourage that showed a few years back. I got a placement on that. I got a placement on just uh, recently on a movie called Lit um, that's based out of New Jersey uh, with my friend uh, Cornelius Whitaker, who's the executive producer and director. Um, he got me a placement on that. I'm trying to think what else. I have so much going on. I just, it's so hard to kind of remember everything, but uh, what else did I do lately? Um, the show, I don't know if you're familiar with the show called The Shot um, that's on HBO. No, I'm sorry, it's on Showtime. It's on Showtime. I just recently got two placements for that. So, you know, like I said, usually it's about knowing the genre, I would say, of what you're getting into. If it's going to be a horror movie or a suspenseful type of movie, then obviously we're going to want some suspense type of sounds, you know, to portray, to, to capture the audience, to bring them in just a little bit more. I don't know if you remember that movie Jaws back in the day, but that movie had the best movie soundtrack ever. You know what I'm saying? That dun 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 stuff like that is what I need to start doing more of because that a long-term work for me. You know, I do more urban stuff, more urban RB, music, hip hop, things like that. But movies on like a jaw scale or a Superman type of scale or Star Wars, you know, that's more long term work for me. But I need to start practicing to be able to portray those type of emotions, you know, on on track, on record, on speed with the movie. So needless to say, it's a it's a very long, drawn out process. You know, a soundtrack for a movie could take three months, you know, what I'm saying before it's completed. So it's, it's a big deal. It's a big deal. Yeah, there's mm -hmm. a lot that goes into this. From what I'm hearing, Dwayne, I mean, there's so mm -hmm. much involved. Not only is it just the people aspect, but you're also talking about the emotional connection too that you make with your business in order to bring out another another phase in, in, in music. Am, am I hearing that correctly? That's correct. That would be that would be accurate. Yeah, mm -hmm. and you know, I have to go back to this one plug because you also graduated from my alma mater. Tuskegee. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Plug there because I want you to talk about because I do remember you disclosing how you even got into that while you were on the college campus. Can you mention That's that? That's right. Yes. Well, so I was DJing all through high school. So I, by coming from New Jersey and going to deep South Alabama, mm -hmm. obviously, you know, the sounds and everything was just totally different. Um, by making good relationships and once again, the word of mouth, people already knew me in Tuskegee before I even got there, you know, mm -hmm. so they were already kind of hyping me up and pumping me up. Yo, my guy, Dwayne, um, at the time they called me D-Nice, you know, my guy D-Nice is coming down from New Jersey. He's going to start DJing all our parties and whoopie woo. So literally by that time I got there, they were already like, who is this guy, you know, and let, let me hear what he's got. And because I came from New Jersey, I came with a different sound, you know, that East Coast regional sound I brought down to the South and they just loved it. They just absolutely loved it the whole time I was there. So, you know, between doing that and the home DJing parties at homecoming, mm -hmm. you know, I don't know if people are familiar with HBCUs, but every weekend there's a party, 
yeah. at an HBCU. Okay, there's a, every weekend there's going to be a party somewhere. So I stayed working, you know, far as DJing and stuff, and they just basically started to kind of uh, gravitate towards me and, and embrace me, you know, while I was there um, during my years at Tuskegee University. I wouldn't have traded it for nothing. Wow, I love it. And I love that plug mm -hmm. for the HBCU. So those of you on the other side, definitely, <laughs> definitely, definitely keep that in mind when you're considering going to college. Now, I Absolutely. have to go back to your, to your original concept, your original thought process, um, Dwayne, when we're talking about relationships, because that's really what fuels your dream. Right. Because knowing people is what helps you to get to the places where you're wanting to go. Is that correct? Right. So that would be accurate. Absolutely. What's next on the What's next on your radar, Dwayne? Well, right now, uh, I just recently moved into a building um, about maybe two months ago, and I'm trying to establish one of the premier recording studios in 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 the city of Marietta, uh, right outside of Atlanta. That's mm -hmm. what I'm building on now. I want to make it such a, a studio to so comfortable enough that Madonna, when she flies into town, she's going to want to come and record at the studio or any other big name rapper or Kanye West or Snoop Dogg, you know. So I'm, I'm actually building on that now. And that's what I got kind of in, in the horizon for myself, along still working with other artists and local artists and other artists, you know, that come into town and, uh, you know, request to work with me and things like that. So I stay busy. You know, because, you know, for me, when you're doing your own thing, it's not really like work, you know, even though it's uh, seven days a week, you know, but it's not like work for me. I don't mind it, you know. So that's basically what I've been doing. I'm just trying to build this million dollar studio uh, out here in Marietta and, uh, and and put that on cruise control. And hopefully I'll be able to be bi-coastal and maybe move to California one day and be able to do the same thing in, in, on the West Coast. I love it. I love it. Mm. And you know, really, can you speak, Dwayne, to someone who's on the other side, such as yourself, starting mm -hmm. off into this type of business, what kind of advice would you give them? Starting off in this business. Mm. As it comes to, as it, as it relates to relationships. As it relates to relationships. Okay. First thing you need to do is never burn bridges with anyone first and foremost you cannot burn bridges because once again word of mouth is everything if you're going to be that guy or that girl that's going to kind of float around from camp to camp click to click you know then that word is going to get around and that's not going to vote well for you you know you have to establish your own mark you know be 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 that person that's going to um People are going to say, man, he just doesn't quit, man. He's just, he's, you know, he's constantly on it. I'm, can he get this guy off my back? You know, you want to be that guy. You want to be that nuisance, you know, believe it or not, especially in this business or just basically any job, you know what I'm saying? But especially in this business, you want to be that nuisance. Um, if there's something that needs to get done, you have to get it done. And that, the second thing is don't start nothing that you can't finish. You know, I, yeah, that that would be the second thing, because sometimes people will take on projects for me that they said that they can do or can complete. And literally either they give me a crap job, you know, back or they basically, you know, fall off a cliff and I never hear back from them because they couldn't complete, you know, what the task at hand, basically. 
you know. So I would say as far as, you know, relationships is concerned, your relationships will develop as you develop, you know, as a person. Um, so don't burn any bridges. Always be meeting and greeting, mm -hmm. you know. Um, if you see somebody that does what you do or somebody that, you know, has a connection that does what you do, there's nothing wrong with just introducing yourself and saying, hello, my name is Dwayne. I own Diamond Cut Studios. I've done this. I'm looking to do this, you know, going forward. How can we connect? How can we work with each other? That took 10 seconds. I love it. Took 10 seconds. So all they can say is no, you know, that's all they can say is no, I don't want to do it. Okay, fine. You know, a no only puts you that much closer to your yes. Good advice, Dwayne. Yeah, yeah. So I don't mind no's, you know, no's lets me know that I'm that much closer to that yes that's coming, you know. That could happen today, that could happen tomorrow, that could happen next month, but you'll never know if you don't, you know, keep striving towards it. Mm -hmm. I love it. So I have a good idea. I think you should do our theme song. Great idea. That's right. We should do like a little intro and a little outro for your segment there. That'll be awesome. Okay. Let's make that happen. Everybody look forward in a couple of months, maybe. Or less. <laughs> right. Do our theme song so you can see his work live that you can hear it and just know that hey it's working together as a family and supporting each other and see all he can do Absolutely. that'll be good i love it so we're looking forward to hearing some of diamond cut studios uh recording for our show so i'm excited about that Dwayne. and listen awesome. If you like what you heard, and I know you did, because I did, and I know Linda did, and I know Dwayne did as well, please Perfect. be sure to hit the like button, subscribe to our channel, and we want to get this message out to as many people as we can, because really, this is what it's all about. It's about life's lessons, and we got a life's lesson today, and it's about laughter, and it's about love, because the ultimate goal is to do what? Make relationships, relationships that's right. Even if you go to an HBCU like Tuskegee University, right? <laughs> T-U, T-U. <laughs> All right, until next time, All we'll right. see you soon. Bye. All right, bye-bye.